everyone. Welcome to Zeitgeist Zealots. I'm Forrest. I'm Major. Oh, no answer for Matt. Well, well that's that Robbie. means that means that's not Matt on the other line. That is Robbie. Yes. Welcome back, everyone. Welcome back to Zeitgeist Zealots. How's everyone doing? What a week. Oh, you already started it. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yes, that's Rob. Uh, but yeah, this was a great week of television, I felt. Um, what do you want to talk about today, Forrest? Well, I think we should probably start off with Obi-Wan Kenobi. Um, do y'all feel that was the weakest of the three shows we watched this week? Uh, sadly, for sure. Mm-hmm. Although, I don't know, maybe the competition is just stiff. Like, Miss Marvel is just knocking it out of the park for me. Yeah, this definitely a... Um, Christ, a sleeper hit, I would say. Um, I think that, um, you know, Obi-Wan was better this week than the previous week, I'd say. I mean, how but, can you not? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a, it was just cooler stuff. There's just stuff happening, and it was cool. Uh, and I can't wait to get into it. Oh, one of definitely, like, the most frustrating, like, this, I think this is the epitome of Star Wars, this single episode. This single episode had everything that Star Wars embodies from stupidity, like <laughs> spending 10 minutes trying to open up a blaster door where you can just cut it with a lightsaber like it was fucking butter. Yeah. <laughs> uh, to, we'll get into this later, Star Wars doing my favorite Star Wars thing, right? Which is uh, force pulling a ship. I almost lost my damn that mind. That was pretty cool. I love when Star Wars does that. And then, right? th- uh, th- then the second ship took off. He's like, up oh, too tired. Uh, and then Star Wars does another Star Wars thing, does one of my least favorite Star Wars things, and that's what I call a ship It's like a switcheroo, but with ships. And you think they're in one ship, but they're actually another ship. Uh, and then you have questions like, oh, I'm sorry, did like Vader just get tired or lazy? Like, he was able to force pull the one ship, but then he sees the second ship, and he's like, ah, no, nah, I'll let that one go. That's, that's fine. Yeah. I don't need to force pull that one. Out of range. Out of range, yeah. yeah. It has to be within like 30 feet. The other ship was in 31 feet away, so, you know, couldn't, couldn't do it. So, you think some, kind of, some kind of D&D rules. Oh, sorry, just outside of the, uh, your attack range. Yeah, uh, what, but, yeah, and sorry about the intro. I went and called Matt. Oh, came back no worries at all. He's still doing rugby. Mm. Oh, really? Okay, well. Lame. Yeah, he probably could have mentioned Shouldn't that. Shouldn't he be talking about Disney? Today yeah, why isn't he talking about Disney shows with us? Why is he out doing a rugby meeting? Anyway, whatever, Matt. Thanks for listening. Uh, I think this is... This was a good use of flashbacks. Like, if this was applied to Boba Fett, right? The, Boba, the, the, the book of Boba Fett flashbacks were stupid and pointless and just terrible. Uh, not good. Uh, they were enjoyable, like the content itself, but just the use of flashback is terrible. But this this is how you use a flashback. You use that second, they use that flashback, that second story to to relate a lesson that's going to be used in the main story, right? And Anakin just hasn't learned anything. True. And I also think uh, Anakin was way too old to, uh, or hey, dear, no, way too yeah. old to play a Padawan. I hated that. I did not enjoy looking at his face. I don't know what they did to it, but I nothing not. apparently they didn't even use like the CGI like they used on. Uh, well, then he has not he has not aged well at all. They should have. They should have put some. They should put <laughs> some makeup on to, him. Baby face him. I've been trying to well, make him do, I would do say that he's part. Aged of horribly. I would just say he does not look like he did in Attack of the Clones anymore. 
which is what yeah. the timeline they were going for. So that was that was a mistake on their part. But um, what was the lesson? I mean, basically that Vader can't help but not win. And so also- I love that line. He's like. Uh, Anakin, you've always been blinded by your desire to win. And it's like, yeah, it's called lightsaber dueling. You want to lose? That means you die. Yeah. <laughs> you know, if, if I had a lightsaber. Count Dooku, yeah. Right? This is a very important thing. You, Yeah, winning is kind of everything when it, it's a life or death situation. Yeah. So, uh, uh, but I think like the, the relatedness is that like, uh, like Vader's too aggressive and he thinks he won. And then Obi-Wan uh, outplays him. He outplays then, him by like being, telling Reva, okay, you do it. You fight. Uh, dude, Obi-Wan, what a catty little bitch. Anyway, I love it. We'll get into it. <laughs> uh, let's go ahead and just dive into the episode. Um, so we start with the flashback uh, of the duel. Yeah, correct me if I'm wrong. I think that's the same outdoor terrace that we opened the series on. With the the younglings uh, and the uh, training Ooh, during Order sixty six, but you know it's just an outdoor circular open room, so it literally could have been anything. It's the uh, but oh, they probably right, they probably it's probably very symmetric looking. Yeah. Uh, and then Riva gets a promotion. Good job, Riva. Yeah. Uh, however, she fucked up big time. She accepted this promotion. She didn't ask for a raise. They discussed payment or stock options. She just like takes the promotion and get, gets like the pen, right? Uh, and clearly at this point, like the, the real Grand Inquisitor has recovered and informed Vader what's happened. So, like, this, you know, well, the, the Sith is nothing but a bunch of backstabbers, backstabbing, backstabbers. I'd like to remind Major that remember the, uh, the Empire or the Republic wiped out the Banking Guild during the Clone Wars. So, I'm pretty sure like there's no stock market right now in the Empire. If I had oh, to the banking guild, probably so, not. So they kind of killed them right, so off. Maybe no stock options. Part of Palpatine's major major plan to take control of the galaxy. But I I think that you know the Riva promotion was um, it wasn't really a promotion, was it? Really, the Grand Inquisitor wasn't dead, as we found out in the episode. It was all a it was a trap. That's yeah. a trap. She was really the bland Inquisitor. You know, we had to you know. Put a name on it, but uh, it was, it was I a mean, she was in power for 10 minutes, yeah. All right, she launched a successful invasion, captured Obi Wan Kenobi. I don't know, I feel like she had a really good reign as Grand Inquisitor, and then suddenly I, decides to turn. Uh, these are my notes for later. No, no, no. we're gonna get into it later. Hold on, I, I, I've got a problem with this, we'll talk about it, but yeah. So, Reva gets the, gets the promotion, Vader launches the invasion, and Obi Wan gives the worst inspirational speech of all time. Right? Like, yes. Obi-Wan Kenobi is just so beaten up and just really just dead in the water uh, in this series. And he gives this awful inspirational speech to these refugees and they need to hold back time. <laughs> right? This is like, uh, alright, let the little girl fix the, uh, the hangar door. Which... Yeah, you trust me, I trust her. But also, guys, Vader's coming. The, 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 the Imperial Army's like right at your, your literal doorstep. Like, I think it's time to start re- like going outside the box. Maybe you trust that kid to go into the vent. Yeah. And yeah. also, right? if, if the Empire is surrounding them, why can't they just like lock the door they have to get through to escape? I right. Mean, oh, they have the resources. And, and, 
instead, so. yeah, right? Yeah, they had enough resources. They, yeah, they could just park that ship on top of the hangar bay. Yeah. Like, they could have parked Vader's giant-ass ship on top of the hangar bay, and then their ships could get out. Just like, okay, uh, screw, guess we got to negotiate or surrender. Probably surrender. So, but. Yeah, and, and they do negotiate. Uh, Reva and Obi-Wan do a little chit-chat through through a 12-inch a twelve inch door. Yeah, whisper through <laughs> a glass door. We use the force, you guys. Kind of bug me a little bit. Yeah. Right? I mean, like, Reba can read minds. Just have, like, be a, be a force conversation. That would have been cool. Yeah. Whisper on both sides. Yeah, but we yeah. finally found out Reba's backstory, which we all, I think, uh, figured out. We all kind of knew. Yeah, we all knew, but, like, it's good to, you know, someone to say it out loud. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, of course, like, how dumb is she? Like, of course they know who she is like do they not have dna or blood testing in a galaxy uh far far away they have records of the younglings in it right yeah like the younglings have to get tested for minichlorians and you don't think like she got like tested uh, uh on the dark side of, of life and <laughs> that didn't come up in the database somewhere it was the same yeah, people testing her, just rebranding i'm sure like i don't know i'm, I'm not i'm not too well read on the inquisitors from the uh, clone wars series but i'd imagine if they're all force sensitive that at some point a lot of them are younglings yeah were, like, younglings Jedi, so like indoctrinated when they talk about how she was from the trash like you know you came from the trash like you're the the least among us it's because she was like a youngling the others were like padawans knights <laughs> yeah. uh temple guards you know just other force users who were like fed up with uh the jedi yeah, there was a, uh, you know, I don't know about the other ones. And Greg Inquisitor, I don't know if he was a former Jedi or the other dude with the bad. With The guy looks like Raven from Mortal Kombat. That hat, you know. Oh, guy. yeah. Great hat. No idea. Like, a lot of their backstories have been flushed out. Like, in the comics and the Clone Wars and the Rebels, like, all the extended lore. Like, I don't even think we've met all of them. Yeah, like, like we honestly like from, from uh, in terms of Jedi, like, Jabba's side with a 20-page a Wikipedia page online, so you know they're, they've been in Star Wars for like a second. And they have a long ass, you know, bio. So I mean, that's how Quinlan Vos got. What time it is? Got, got a whole. Oh, it's. Uh, it's I don't know. I, I have no idea. Four, Can you give me? It's four hundred and twenty. <laughs> oh, it is four twenty. Nice. Four twenty, dude. Uh, four twenty. Don't forget to like this video if you like 420 references. Yeah, we're good. And it's probably um, not video. It's probably an audio format. Thanks for listening. We appreciate you guys. Yeah. So, Tip, what did you think of Obi-Wan Kenobi this week? What a piercing announcement. I believe that finally Obi-Wan Kenobi isn't like some like weak little, like, I mean, come on, like, it was... Yeah, what did you think of uh, Reba's betrayal of Vader? They were losing you. I mean, it was a thousand times better than Kylo Ren betraying Snoke. Yes, I think, uh, well, I think we all saw it coming, but I guess her master plan was to get Vader alone. So, he could, so she could kill him? Yeah. And that just seemed like a very thin plan. Well, first of all, I want to talk before, before that, I want to talk about the uh, who's named Tala. Uh, oh Tala sacrificing herself. 
That, yeah. That was completely pointless. You could have thrown the bomb at any time. Anytime. Why not? So, like, why not lightsaber the door? Right? So, this is what I was talking about, like, with dumb stuff in, in, in Star Wars. And they also shot a door and the door closed. Uh, that's one of my favorite things in Star Wars. You can also shoot a door panel to open the door. Basically, just does the yeah. opposite. <laughs> door. Basically, does whatever you want it to do. If whatever the, the open, plot needs. Yeah. Whatever the, whatever the And I love it. I think it's corny and, and it's great. Uh, you know, Star Wars, there is a lot of right. corny things in Star Wars. Okay, Star Wars is like the corny nerd um, saga. Yeah, I think there was. Yeah, I mean that was a corny, corny. I, the corny idea that she had sacrificed herself for no reason. Like she could like just thrown the bomb and like run to the door with Obi Wan. I like, like how a, she's the only one who like took a hit. Like there was a bunch of rebels in there, and there's like a thousand stormtroopers outside shooting. And no, like three and, rebels died. There was like three deaths, man. Were there three? Okay, well, there's like a yeah. I saw like two troopers. or three people die. I I I did not. I, I went back and rewatched it, uh, but only like the first like thirty seconds through it, because then I got distracted with my ADHD. Like I am tired of having more of an emotional connection with the robot dying than a human being. A oh character. yeah, they made that kind of sad. Right, and I love that robot. Which is bull crap. It's a freaking robot. But yeah, and then you know Taika Waititi uh, played that uh, IG seventy seven on the Mandalorian season one. He sacrificed himself, and then he had that good robot in um, Solo. Dude, they're trying to they're trying to breed empathy in the the populace for when AI comes around and we're living amongst robots. I mean, post biological consciousness. I have tons of, I have tons of empathy. My question is like, why? I always say thank you to my Alexa. Yeah, that's just good manners. One day, that's just one day. Yeah, wouldn't that be great when the uprising comes? They're like, you were polite to your personal assistant. You can live. (laughs) Yeah, we will only extract your blood for nutrition, but or power source. Obi-Wan Kenobi is a general, right? Uh, I know you guys aren't well-versed in the 14,000 seasons of Clone Wars, but he is General Kenobi, right? Why don't you, like, instead of just, like, oh, we'll have some people, like, pull off the, the Stormtroopers while you guys fall back, why doesn't everyone fall back to that hallway that's conveniently, uh, I don't know, the width of a lightsaber, right? Like, the only reason the Spartans and the 300... Uh, you know, quote, quote, one against the Persian army was because they went to a choke point where they the numbers didn't matter. Like this is like fighting one hundred and one. I don't know why they didn't do that here. I mean, I know why. It's 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 a TV show. Well, the, the galaxy where they the, uh, where they got hired the place is far far away. That's probably why they didn't have the history available to them. Probably. Oh, that's that's a good point. That's so, a, that's but, a very good point. So, so Leia. Is looking for this red circuit breaker. Yep. Very frustrating scene because, like, we get it, like, the tension and stuff, and she's looking for it, but there's, like, unnecessary tension, right? Like, I get that as a writer, you need to add tension to the scene, but you also need to just write better tension into the scene. Because when we go back five minutes later, we find out that these red circuit breakers she's looking for is, like, three inches off camera below her. Yeah, and I also thought like when she like uh, deprogrammed the robot to be not evil, that was very anticlimactic. I think it was like 
There was really like no no conflict oh, with build yeah. up with that. Like she just grabbed the robot, took off the you know the evil biker trip that was on it, and then like boom, it's good again. So that could have been a yeah, little bit more. Was uh, I was expecting more. like a little. Well, they're pretty stupid to allow the Empire to track them. I mean, very true. It's um, like the robot is about to slow her down and start fighting back to not move the wires or something. some little thing like that. Well, let's talk right. about the, the best part of this episode was Reva versus Darth Vader, even though it was very, very much a one-sided battle, but... You're not bringing him to me. I'm bringing him to you. What a great Listen. line. Oh, yeah. But, like, literally, they are surrounded by hundreds of stormtroopers, and they are openly talking about a coup. I haven't seen this kind of blatant, like, attempt at an insurrection since January 6th. Yeah, right? not like, very well hey, organized. No, if you guys are going to talk about like betraying Vader, maybe don't do it ten feet away from a stormtrooper. Like that's so silly. But anyway, <laughs> definitely the best part of the Over One series. Yeah, but I thought my I favorite part was when Darth Vader snagged the ship and was like, "Yes, that's like some yeah. huge power, dude. That's some crazy force power." Wars. It's like, it but then the back. other ship. Would... Yeah, other ship's like he's like, ah, it's fine. And they pull the old shipperoo, and then Reva and Vader fight, and just like I love the amount of disrespect Vader gives, like uh, this Grand Inquisitor, right, Sister Three, uh, because he doesn't like pull out his lightsaber. Like he's, I'm not worried about this. Like he's like sidestepping, he's using the Force. She he brought steals extra her lightsaber. She Guy. brought an extra one, a spare one, it's, and then he's like, it was just so good. Just playing with was almost. amazing. And he took both of them and he gave her another one. Well, he gave. I love, one. I love how he, yeah he has one and he throws it away to the side and steals hers and then grabs the other one back. It just looks so cool. And this is one of my favorite things. So this is like, uh, this is like speculation, but I think it's speculative, like probably more by coincidence because I don't feel like Disney's doing anything for like the diehard Star Wars fans out there. Yeah. But so I, I've been talking about on the podcast before how much Darth Vader hates the inquisitors right oh, yeah. like a rival like a rival gang almost who's working for the same crime uh overlord but like you see how vader easily stole his lightsaber like that's a, yeah there's a very common thing you learn like as a jedi or a force user right i think it's called like force shield or something like that i wish matt was here uh but it, it basically is something you do in battle so someone can't force yank your damn lightsaber in the middle of a battle. And like, I love how Vader just hasn't taught his people that, that technique at all. So he can like instantly beat them in any battle. You can't give them yeah. all the secrets. Like, he just hasn't taught them very well. They're just not very good force users. Yeah. And, and, and that's on purpose. Yeah. So were y'all happy when the, great, the real Grand, Inqu Grand Inquisitor showed up? Or like yeah. I mean, I've seen Star Wars Rebels, so like I knew it wasn't a, ever an issue. And uh, I also watched late night television, and the actor was on like one of them, uh, talking about how he got stabbed in one of his stomachs. So like it wasn't a reveal at all. Uh, but I'm glad he's back. He's uh, he should be Evil. a fun character. I think he's gonna be a fun well, character. Hopefully they don't bring him back to kill him again in the next episode. Hopefully he shows up in like Ashoka or like another Star Wars property. So he has like an actual like uh yeah hopefully he has some longevity in the Star Wars universe and he's not just brought back to be killed off again next episode. Yeah, no, I, no, I think he yeah. dies in like Rebels, so like I think he's got a long life ahead of him. Very good to hear. Um, okay, so the final thing that happened this episode was I guess 
Reva found out about Luke because Bail Organa gave spilled the beans on everything. Don't in that uh, recorded message. Oh my gosh, Bail, so bad. All right, so this um, is the epitome of like why I hate Star Wars, why everyone hates Star Wars, like why Star Wars fans hate Star Wars. And let me tell you why. So you've got, let me paint the picture for you. You've got Anakin, uh, you got Darth Vader, AKA Anakin and the Grand Inquisitor, right? So quick background story on them. Anakin uh, was left to die by Obi-Wan. The Grand Inquisitor was left to die by Reva. And then the Grand Inquisitor and Vader leave Reva to die. Yes. Like yes, it doesn't was... make any sense. Like if I was if I'm only alive because some dumbass didn't finish me when I had the chance, you better best believe I'm fucking finishing everyone else off on screen. Yeah. But they did them leave after it left her to die. Are you serious? Yeah. I was like, uh, you were left what to the die. Hell did and... try to do? Yeah. Yeah, you came back for revenge, and she is very spiteful. That is a very revenge-driven woman right there. Yeah. Maybe she'll, like, send another application into the uh, Grand Inquisitors or the Inquisitors and they'll rehire her because they think she's not a threat so they can rehire her or something. I don't know. That's not going to happen. Application. Just saying that it was we'll rehire you, but for lower salary. Also, uh, Vader already stabbed her once in the stomach when she was a youngling and she lived. So maybe try a different blow. Maybe try a different move. Like chop in half. That one always works, right? Just chop someone in half. I mean... Darth Maul still lived, <laughs> so maybe not. He, he meant down the middle, though. He meant down the middle. Oh, down the middle. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that always works. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, you're up the head. So, yeah. um, so what yeah, do you think? So Final predictions? What is going to happen in this ultimate, in this last episode? I'm guessing Reva's going to try to kidnap Luke, or at least take out her revenge on Luke. Obviously, she's going to fail, but I think that she's going to go after Luke. There's going to be some sort of showdown Tatooine, maybe? I don't know. Um, another confrontation between Obi-Wan and Vader, obviously. Um, more, what's this guy's name? Kujmal Natal, the guy from Eternals. Uh, come on, Anjali. Yes. You, yeah. Are you all happy he came back this episode? He's a weird character. I'm he's glad he's here. on me. I like him. I love him as an actor. His character's weird. Yeah, me too. It's poorly written, but like, maybe. It kind of matches him. <laughs> yeah, maybe they can work. Maybe they maybe they can turn him into something. I mean, it was, it was I don't want like a rogue too. It was, it was like the exact same character you played in Eternals, just like a goofy goofball. But uh, I don't know. Ooh, we'll, did we'll, you know yeah. he actually gets mentioned uh, in Miss Marvel? Not to get ahead, we're not we're not quite there yet. But his Bingo. yes, him yes, the actor. Bingo. Yeah, because he's a Bollywood actor uh, in the MCU, so his character uh, actually gets mentioned. Anyway, go on. Fun uh, stuff. Really whatever all the major parts of this episode. Um, yep. I mean, that's that's pretty much it. Are you satisfied with this? What do you want? Wait, did they put that guy in just to sell stuff to India? Yep. Well, no, I think it's a phenomenal actor. Well, the other chick was Indian too, or the Tala chick. She was like South Asian, I think, or at least half South Asian. But I don't think they did it to appeal to the South Asian market. I think because she was in Game of Thrones. Hey, she was really good. I really liked her. I didn't like your character in Game of Thrones, and I was at that point in my life where if I didn't like the character, I liked the actor. Yeah, that Joffrey guy was a piece of shit. Hope he dies. I'm kidding. I think he gets like a lot of hate mail still these days. Oh my gosh. I think he like, retired from acting because he got yeah, so much hate I, mail. Yeah, I would too. I mean, geez. Like, we're going to hear about it in like 20 yes. years and also terrible about the things we said online tweeting. Like, just like, oh, I hope Joffrey dies. 
They're, uh, they're just actors. They're just yeah, like doing a role. Yeah, I didn't say I wanted the, the actor to die. I wanted the character to die. Like, and that I think is signs of amazing acting. Like when you're such a good actor that like enthralls like the public audience. Like that's what that's what theater, that's what theater actors want, right? Maybe not Will Smith to come on stage and slap you uh, over a funny joke, but. <laughs> Oh, that's pretty funny. What do, you, what do you think? What do you think, Rob? Do you want a second season? Um, yeah, I'd I'd still watch it. Well, yeah, we got I was, uh, I'd probably Obi-Wan put one in Maul reunite or like having their showdown. Yeah, we see that in Clone Wars. But I, I mean, obviously Obi Wan's not going to die. Vader's not going to die. I'm no one's going to die. Exactly. Yeah, I guess when you know the outcome already. Why Why would you write this story? Like, I understand making Obi-Wan Kenobi. I understand capitalism. I understand making money. And I understand when to get fans like this That's amazing the only story. That's the only but, reason. like, here's my thing. It's just don't involve Luke and Leia. Like, why yeah. do you have to try? Why is that or Vader. so messy? Just take him off world. Yeah. Or even Vader, because the idea that uh, in, that was establishing a new hope was that they had not seen each other since uh, Revenge of the Jedi, Revenge of the Sith. So I'm not sure if they had to reunite in this show. It would have made way more sense to either bring back Darth Maul or introduce another villain for Obi-Wan to overcome or just being pissed by themselves. You know, that would have made a lot more oh, sense. Like here's my Disney pitch. You ready for this? Here's my pitch to Disney. Have him go off world, do something completely new and different, and then bam, now you've got three to four more shows you can watch. Yeah. Or you can you can write from that. Just create create new IP, expand the lore, expand the universe. I agree. Well, uh, let's move on to Miss Marvel then, because uh, I mean, I guess we could, we already had the uh, segue with Kingo. I guess we might talk about that more in depth. So, what'd y'all think of episode two of Miss Marvel? Better or worse than the last episode? I haven't I mean, seen not, it. Not as fun, but just as great. I, I give it a nine out of ten. I love loved every second of it. Yeah, you can well, see now where she actually moving. like has her powers in the episode. She's trying to figure them out and train with them a little bit. Basically, yeah. Are you are you reconstructing a car tip? Like no. Doing dishes or something on pot. I'm not doing dishes. I'm not. I'm trying to avoid the. Well, all right. So I'm, what I'm are stuck. you doing? Hey, if you're listening to the podcast, tweet at us. What do you think Tip is doing in the background? <laughs> hey, I'm a, mul- I'm a multitasker. Well, could you could you mute? Could, could, could muting yourself be one of those tasks? Is that a cat? Kind there of is a cat. Okay. I, I, knew, say, I, I thought your tits were grown by this point. Anyway, back to Miss Marvel. Oh, the cat, the cat is sniffing at a sandwich. Okay. So, uh, Miss Marvel's learning her uh, new powers. Wait, I'm she... sorry. Tip, did you give your cat a sandwich? Was it a tuna sandwich at least? Okay. <laughs> so, uh, okay, so uh, she also like falls for this dude named, what, Comron? Yeah, Comron. Who I think was a villain in the comics. I guess we'll see if he's a villain in this. Uh, yeah, we all get like, the vibe that he might be a bad guy. He, yeah, but I feel like it's gonna be like a love interest. Like he's gonna be like an anti-hero. I feel like more than like an outright villain. I feel like the mom might be a villain, but I feel like the love we might have a little Kylo Ren, um, Ray love story going on here. Well, yeah, I just in the comics like he was also hit by the Terrigen Mist, and he got got like bioluminescence powers or whatever. So right, 
But I, I, I had the feeling the only reason he's talking to Kamal and the only reason like he's going to high school in Jersey City is to get close to her because he they saw her bangle. with the bracelet on YouTube, yeah. whatever. He so. that bangle and then his parents, uh, yeah, and then they moved over there. I think that's 100% what, what happened. So his mom's like trying to get the bangle for herself. Uh, I guess we also learned a lot about Pakistani culture or Pakistani history, just the fact that One. Bangladesh and Pakistan broke off from uh, India because of uh, what was it again? Pro- pro- prohibition. Uh, the uh, it's not apartheid. See, this is uh, this is partition. Uh, I think I, yeah, partition. That's it. A huge problem, right? Like I would, I I got right. I paid a couple thousand dollars for my world history classes, and I had never heard about this. I am thoroughly enjoying like my white ass is thoroughly enjoying learning about <laughs> Pakistani culture <laughs> I mean, uh, I on this like TV show Pakistan it's so interesting like one country but I didn't really like I just knew like you know I knew Gandhi helped like uh, establish independence from Britain and stuff and I knew like Pakistan like broke off from India I didn't really know I didn't know if the Bangladesh was also a similar situation but I know that Pakistan and India hates each other and they've been in war for you know a long time but um you know, I think we learned. I think they basically explained everything on the British. It's probably a hundred percent what happened. Like the British royally fucked up uh, human history. They were like, yeah, they they controlled like one third of the earth at one. Point. I mean, they got an entire continent addicted to opium for yeah. fucking tea. Not even coffee, mate. Just tea. Must have been some good tea. Um. So. <laughs> Yeah, so we learned about like uh, I guess I guess her great grandmother was the former Miss Marvel, or the former. That's what it sounds like. It sounds like she was a superhero, or maybe so. Like, what what do you think is going on? Like, did she murder someone? Was that like a superhero accident gone wrong, or is she a super villain? What do you guys think? I think it's be like a prequel series where she's like killing British guys with a bracelet, just you know. I would watch the, the fuck out of that show. Yeah, so just like. Uh... And another Indian girl in the 20s just killing British people. So, yeah, that was interesting to learn. Um, we met, well, we, we already established Comron. Bruno was very jealous yeah. that um, Comron. Oh, I love how, how jealous Bruno was getting. And now he's going to go, like, go to Caltech. Like, oh, Comron seems pretty evil. Maybe her and Bruno will end up together after all, but I, I doubt they will. Yeah. Well, I thought it was funny that he was more interested in Kamala than the other Muslim chick, who I thought was like uh, way prettier. But and uh, yeah, she, old. The, what's the uh, chick Nikita? Or yeah, Nakia? What, the, what do you think's going on? We have uh, an interesting subplot going on with shoes being stolen. Um, oh yes, the most interesting subplot that will obviously. <laughs> That's definitely going to pay off here in the future. We all know how, but stay tuned because you know the Zeitgeist Sell It Boys will get to the bottom of this one episode at a time. Yes, the the true villain of the season, the shoe thief of the mosque. Um, Did y'all, were y'all, I guess they try to like have some commentary on the fact that there's a lot of separation of uh, sexes in the mosque. Do you think that was like meant to be a critique or was that just meant to like... No, I think that was just meant to be an... uh, an explanation for white people kind of pointed out what the but yeah, you know, I didn't know, I didn't know yeah either. I didn't know that either I didn't know they were partitioned and I definitely didn't know I, I I thought how they wrote in the explanation like uh Kamala let me remind you it's for modesty I was like ah yes I appreciate that because I had no idea why you guys were doing that yes yeah well um uh, I don't know I, I don't think women can run for public office in a mosque I don't know if that's uh 
It sounds like it's changing. Changing and changes so. here. So we're going for like a very. What do you think of all the different gangs within the the mosque? Like the I uh, mean the, the Illuminatis, who are the fucking best. I thoroughly enjoyed not just the wordplay, but the idea that there's this cabal of of, of aunties who there's are a, just there's gossiping. a bunch of frat boys in the mosque. The, yes, the the, yeah, I loved all the cliques. Like that was just like church. That was just like my church growing up. Like yeah, like the cool kids, like the nerds, and the, like we didn't have Instagram back then. But I mean, you you had like that group of like self-absorbed people. Yeah. So I guess hmm. uh, yeah. Probably, so wait, I guess the uh, was like the reverts or the converts were those white people who were Muslims. Yeah, those were yeah. I don't think they necessarily had to be white, but they were non-Muslims who converted over. And just oh, some okay. were white. Well, I guess those do exist. Um, yeah. Those uh, for that. So I definitely am like, learning a lot about Muslim culture via this show. I've yeah, uh, ever heard of Muhammad Ali. Yeah, he didn't want to go with like, like, the Vietnamese. So he uh, was a conscientious objector or whatever. That sounds yeah, like, like, like that Frazier guy. Frazier? Like from sitcom? No, I'm trying to remember what Muhammad Ali's real name is. I can't, Fra- I can't no, it was a cash play, right? Cassius Clay, fuck, no, yeah. Oh, Frazier is a Frazier is a different fighter. Okay, I was just, oh, okay. I just different like, snatches uh, firing over here, but yeah, Cassius Cassius Clay. Frazier is a uh, another sitcom character who's in Cheers and his own spinoff. But um, uh, I'm sorry, did you not he hear me describe much, myself as maybe he was my white? Did you not hear me describe my ass as white? I am aware who Frazier is, and I'm actually kind of offended <laughs> that you're describing <laughs> Frazier who to me. I've never seen an episode of Frazier. I don't think it's known all the way through. What? Oh, it's so good. Oh, uh, toss out. Frazier is phenomenal. Legs. Yeah. What? It's classic 90s, bro. Oh, it's so good. Miles? We got to talk about the elephant in the room. Not really elephant room. But I thought the only thing I thought was Hogan's episode, the rescue scene with the stupid kid taking a picture. Right. Yeah, taking a selfie. Taking a selfie and like falls leaning off. out the window. It's like, we know what's going to happen. Just, can we just get, like, you know, someone, like, I don't know, just trying to rob the, the fair? Like, that would have been a lot easier. Just having like a stupid kid take a selfie, just take you know? a selfie, yeah, right. Yeah. And I like, like how like, everyone's just like, let's just stand here and see what happens and not do anything. Yeah. My my obvious no thought was just to create a hard light platform right under the kid. Yeah, like why do you need to walk over and grab him? Just create a hard light platform so he can like walk down. Suspense, I don't know, but yeah, yeah, yeah. it was definitely like, suspense. No What's like, the range on it? I wonder, like, yeah, no where one... is this man's parents? Yeah, no one tried to go up to the tower to, you know, or like maybe like grab a rope and like head up there so they can like throw up a rope to grab onto. Right. And like the, this was a long scene. It took her forever. Yeah. Where were the police? Someone should have called. And I'll tell you right now, it's because it was a non white neighborhood. No, I'm just kidding. It's just a terrible writing. But no, like well, where were the funny. police? Like the police should have shown up by then. Is, is, the FBI is surveying them. You <laughs> mean, oh, oh, yeah, with the. Oh, yeah, they were not married Guys, yeah. is the DO. The, DODC, the Department of Damage Control, are they the bad guys? Apparently, because apparently, I mean, they seem pretty like, evil. Uh, yeah, the yeah, woman. yeah. Well, I think I was like, guys, tone it down. Real bad guys, but um, I guess they're going to be like another antagonistic. Yeah, what, what did he? What did he suddenly ask her when he's he like, was oh acting all nice? Like, how? Yeah, he's like, are you Zoe from like and Instagram? He, like, and then oh, he we loves like low calorie popcorn. Crazy question, Adder. I can't remember what he said. About, yeah, like, like, we, we like, all have like to, to hurt you or something. Or? So it was, um, yes, yeah, so I'm the main villains. Hopefully, Comron 
because he's like an actual villain with powers in the comic. But um, there's like another character called like Red Dagger, who I think is going to appear in the next episode. It's like another really vigilante. Ooh. So maybe he's like the real love interest in Comron's the bad guy trying to get her bracelet. Hey, so. you guys, you guys help me out here. We're, we're, maybe you guys can't because we all went to the same high school. It would be nice to have a more diverse like sample size here. But uh, maybe times have changed. Maybe I'm just getting old. But back in my day, there is no way in hell a redhead would be the coolest girl in school or the most popular girl in school. Well, she's like the only white girl in that school too. It seems. Oh, terrible, New York, so diverse. I love it. Uh, no, redheads can be popular. I mean, they can be popular, but like being most well, popular, like I don't know. It's just it's it's against t- TV cliches. Everyone knows like the blonde chick is like the po- like the popular. She's one. like really weird eyebrows too, like drawn on. <laughs> Anyway, but I don't know. Um, I don't know. Like, Flash Thompson like doesn't standard... seem pretty. Flash Thompson doesn't seem cool either. So yeah, maybe high school's changing. Maybe high school's changing. Show, which is basically what Zoe is. She's yeah. the Flash Thompson for Kamala. So, um, but I don't know. I mean, her character. I'm not. I mean, she's like she had a party. You know, they were only at the party for like what two minutes before they had to leave. Right. And then Comron jumped the pool, and then, like, Kamala, like, and then, like, like then the sploosh. cop came. Sploosh. Yeah, she went sploosh, and um... Everybody scattered, nothing happened. And then he's like, come with me in my Porsche, or my Maserati. And, uh, they all went how to the Maserati. How about her lying, saying it's her cousin? It's her cousin or something. Wouldn't her brother know oh. who their family members are? When the are? family shows up. Wait, so but isn't it, doesn't it actually turn out to be her cousin? That would be like they kind of like like dating in Iceland. You could like you, you could meet a girl, and she turns out to be your cousin because Iceland's such a small country. Like they literally <laughs> have a, they have dating app in Iceland where to make sure you don't date a relative. Because apparently it's becoming a problem over there. So really? yeah, so maybe I don't know. I thought it was like a really weird. Huh. Like, wouldn't you? her brother know who their cousins are? I don't know. So I, I think. I don't know. I think he's being polite. Um, if it's a huge family, like, I'm going to be honest, I went to a family reunion on my mom's side, and there were probably 30 to 40 people I've never met before. Okay. Yeah. Well, I mean, granted, they're from the north. No it's a dated. huge hopefully family. No what, what, what percentage of them would you date, Major? Well, hopefully you didn't uh, Zero percent. I'm not really Giuliani. But uh, I would say five percent. No. I think one girl did, like, like flirt with me. I'm like, chill. I'm your cousin. Wait, did really Rudy Giuliani? Um, wait, you'll know, his... wait, tip, you'll know about this? No, what cousin? happened? Rudy Giuliani married his first cousin. First or second cousin. cousin. Or his second cousin. He married a co- he married his cousin. Wow. That's creepy. Um, he was a very like powerful and successful person. Uh, I mean, he was America's mayor. He he got us off the 9-11, and then he just threw it all away. He could have just retired. He could just retired gracefully. Could have died and, and then be remembered as uh, a, an American hero. But nope, he's gonna die hopefully in jail, rotting in fucking cell without discussion. So, um, yeah. So I guess the uh, the the, the, the mom or the, uh, the the climax of this episode was um, Kamala saving the stupid kid. And uh, well, hey, well, she saved him for a second, and she strikes a pose. Then she, her, her heart like construct dissolves, and he falls to his death. But then she like yeah. she stops him to where like she just has she, she breaks his leg or something like that. So they fall in the car together. 
no, no, he was, she wasn't, she wasn't with him, but like she's like, oh, yeah, oh she was saved him. Oh, she tried to catch. Pose. Then boom, he falls to his, he falls to like, like bar- with, barely with catched him with a bunch of random platforms. So apparently like, it does go at a distance. on the ground. How about that? Or yeah. practice more. Yeah. The uh, scene where, like, the uh, the Department of uh, Damage Control was chasing her, and she gets picked by Comron, was very reminiscent of Mask of the Phantasm, where, like, Batman's able to run from the police. Right. Then, oh, like, excellent. Andrea Beaumont wants to pick him up when his mask is off, because he didn't take his cowl off to fool the police. That Batman what, was what one a fantastic else. reference. That's a great, great reference. That's very masked with phantasm yeah. me. It was. It's always weird. Which is the love interest always knows exactly where to drive to pick up the hero right before the rest. I'm imagining <laughs> it's because they're stalking them. That's what's going on, right? Like they're stalking their love interest and they see that shit's about to go down. So they break their cover and, and drive up in a sexy car and say, hop in and then get away. Yeah. Well, <laughs> it's too convenient. I guess you like put like a, um, a tracer on her when they went on the date. Or stuff like that. He's like, you she's not, back. She's not nice. Reva. Like she's not meeting you. Turns the camera and winks. Was a tracer on her back? So. Tracer on her droid. Yeah. Well, that was. I wish uh, I had superpowers. That'd be cool. What superpowers? Um, like that's that? an excellent segue into oh, the right. boys, where I can guarantee you that you do not want superpowers. Yeah. That is nice, Major. Tipper nice. would, tip would be your superpower Ooh. choice. Ooh, yeah. My let's superpower of choice Ooh. would be. Listening. To yeah, it would be the ability to <clears throat> stretch unlimited, so I could pick all the weeds in the garden from one location. Um, Mr. Fantastic, like Plastic Man, or originally yes. Kamala's powers. Kamala's yeah, originally Kamala's powers. Comics, I think that's one of the coolest because you can because you can like turn yourself into a parachute if you're falling, kind of like Mrs. Incredible, or be <laughs> falling. If your legs can be infinitely long, why would you ever be falling? Oh, very you, you could. You, Thank you. Yeah. You would have to drop your legs down there. But if you're dropping your legs you while you're falling. The NBA. I could play for a major league um, basketball. Is that team. fulfilling? I don't think that's fulfilling. I, I think that's no. too easy. Like that's like that's like you going around like playing video games on like easy mode. Like it's too easy. It's not fun for you. If you can just cheat like that, like I don't think it'd be a rewarding aspect of your what, life. What what I would do with that superpower is I'd go back in time and become a switchboard operator for like a <laughs> telephone company. <laughs> the only switchboard <laughs> operator. Oh yes. Go back to like September twelfth, twenty two thousand one. What would you I think I. Would you I went back in September. What was that? No, I wouldn't kill anyone. <laughs> what? Not like okay. Maybe maybe just convince <laughs> Trump that maybe he should run for president. No, what I would do I is think you I could. Would I think take an electric razor and just ring it right down the middle of his hair maybe from a long distance away. I could like do it around a corner. And then okay. Yeah. You, what about Putin, though? Putin, what I would definitely... Uh, I would try and enter his inner circle. And then when I was alone with him one time, I would develop him like... Uh, uh, kind, all right, kind of like an empanada. This sounds familiar. I'm pretty sure Riva just tried a, to do this with Vader. It'd be, it'd be a Putin empanada. 
Okay. Because you I would have the ability to stretch around him like that. Oh. You should. Are we still talking about superpower? Poutine yeah. out of him. Yeah, Rob. What what would your superpower be from the boys? I would probably. I would probably have to go with flight. That would just be so cool. Yeah. It I would have the Homelander suite. Hey, it would save you a lot of gas money going. It would where. Freeze you to death. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, with the national gas price over five dollars for the first time ever. Um, yeah, I would definitely say the power of flight would be man a to be very able to just invest right now. I don't know. Have they had, Rob, a, have they had a character who's like able to make? Work? I would think he would figure out some other stuff to make some money off your powers or something. Has there been a character who can like make multiple versions of themselves, like multiple man? That'd be my power of choice. Just go out and like stay at work, stay at home, and like the other version of me can go to work. I wonder how he far Huey can back teleport. Together. How yeah. far do you think Huey can teleport? Or what the I wonder if it's like five, a line you can't of sight? teleport with clothes on. If he could, if it's like, uh, what, what was that movie, nope. Jumper, when you yeah. could basically teleport anywhere in the world? That was fun. That would be clothes on though. Looper. Or one of the, I liked one of those Jumper or Looper. Was I liked one of those. Oh, one of them was either time Dude, traveling and one of them was Looper is time travel. Looper is phenomenal. Jumper was okay. Looper is with uh, Joseph Gordon-Levitt, right? Yeah, and Bruce Willis. Yeah, it's a Reed Johnson. Fantastic. How dare you, Mage? Bring him I up. Love, I love him. I love that movie. I was talking about Jumper. It. You love Jumper or you love Looper? Looper. I love Looper. Okay. With, by Ray Johnson. No, it's not. Yes, it is. Get the you... fuck out of here. Yeah. It's like... Oh! My whole identity is now in, in question. It's like Luke when he finds out Vader's his dad. No! No! not possible! Yeah, Jumper was the teleport one. Yeah, that was from 2008. Holy shit. So Ryan Johnson can make a good movie. Sith, right? So <laughs> what, what happened to Ryan Johnson? I don't know. He decided to make bad movies after yeah. that one. Hey. You know, his trilogy, his Star Wars trilogy is like indefinitely on hold. Yeah, I mean, they I mean, they want to do Taika Waititi's Star Wars thing, which I'm yeah. like, okay. Yes, give me... All right, I'll tell you right now. I want a Taika Waititi's trilogy. Or, oh, also, Star Wars said they're not going to do trilogies anymore, which I think is a brilliant idea. However, there's like a... The threes format really works, so they're definitely not going to stray away from the trilogy format. But I do like the idea, like that they can make another movie, and it doesn't have to be part one of three. Yeah, I think Solo was trying to go that route. Luckily, Rogue One wasn't. It was like they're all dead. They're not. Well, not you know, this sequel. was this is supposed to be a movie, but Solo tanked so bad they scrapped like the Obi Wan movie. Like so, like what we're watching, this is like a six well, part I movie. Think, well, they scrapped the Boba Fett movie because uh, the guy who was supposed to direct it, I think Josh Trank, like, he had his meltdown while making Fantastic Four. So Fox just, like, parted ways and they decided to make Mandalorian instead. But the original plan was to make a Boba Fett solo movie. So. The Boys. I would love a Taika Waititi Star Wars IP, like a movie, right? Uh, I also think. It would be really badass if you gave like Zack Snyder a trilogy, just like, like oh my gosh, like a Sith trilogy. A beautiful right? whether it's Sith like trilogy. whether it's like yeah, Darth Vader and like on Mustafar, call it Mustafar and Adventures, you know, something stupid like that, or or it's just like you know, like like Darth Bane or or, or the Sith Lord Bane, whatever his title is. I uh, there's like a lot of great dark things that they could do in Star Wars, and I think like 
Zack Snyder. Where they just see a bunch of children getting slaughtered. Oh my gosh. The Sith Sith moniker is like, hey, children, let's kill them all. Give him Order 66. Just like a movie called Order 66. And it's just two and a half hours of slow motion Zack Snyder like just filming little children (laughs) dying and like like just Jedi's dying for two and a half hours in slow motion. You know what they should That's what I want. They should fire Patty Jenkins because the guy who directed Top Gun Maverick to direct the Rogue Squadron movie. That basically is that basically is what Top Gun in Star Wars, right? So I'm on the fence about that because Patty Jenkins is one and one right now, right? Not one for one, one and one. She's got one win, one loss. So I can't but make my mind. She had way mind. more creative control with Wonder Woman 1984 than she did with the first one. Apparently, she said oh. she had like, no creative control with the first Wonder Woman. So that was probably in its favor. Whoops. <laughs> yeah. Whoops. That sucks. Yeah, because Wonder Woman is a thousand times better than one Woman. Except for the third act. The third act, it's kind of like it's like the Wolverine, the, first, the second Wolverine movie where he goes to Japan. The first two uh, acts are great. Yeah, the third the Ares act, like, reveal is awful. Yeah, <clears throat> it's way too much CGI. It's just like it's like a completely different movie. But so yeah, let's bad. let's talk. Let's get back to the boys. So, I think the biggest surprise here was um, Kamiko speaking. Yeah. Would y'all scream? I guess a lot happened this episode. But... Was it or was it her like daydream of it goes into that? I think she actually musical. spoke. She, I think she spoke right before she like or right I think after she the daydream. Tried to, that that little like, uh, uh, yeah, she made a noise. Kinda, we'll say that. Yeah, I can compromise. We'll she, say made she made a noise. She but she noise. Didn't I love singing, I love though. the dance sync. The dance sequence was great. <laughs> it was awesome though. I like little the, Judy Garland little, number. Like, thing. Yeah. So, I, like the vibe too. I guess there wasn't a, like a, a soup who's able to make people make musicals happen out of thin air, like the music meister and the DC. Yeah, you can tell she, you can Wait, tell she can, was just done being. Oh my gosh, super! Can that be my superpower? I'm gonna change my answer. I'm gonna give an answer. To, my be able to make people oh, see no, dance. spontaneous. Uh, a spontaneous outbreak into oh, song and dance into musical numbers. Yes. This like basically the music meister is in the DC universe. He's able to make musicals happen without. Wait, <laughs> Wait what? Is, is there, there, music hour, Does he ever go up against power. Batman? Is Batman ever in a musical? Because like I need to see this. And I need to see it in canon now. It was in Batman: The Brave and the Bold, I think. You, I oh, would feel like, like that, that's a TV a show, right? Yeah, it's a cartoon. But I think Isn't there was it? also an episode of Buffy where there's a demon who can do the exact same thing, make people break out in song and dance. You can just watch that community episode when Abed has a mental breakdown and it's all in claymation. Oh, okay. Yeah. Make everyone a claymation musical. But yeah, I guess what else happened this episode? Uh, mm. Butcher and Maeve hooked up. Does that, does that surprise anyone? I think when I saw them drinking together, I was like, okay, they're going to hook up. Yeah. Uh, yeah it, I mean, it surprised me in the fact that, like, going into this episode, like, if you asked me before I watched it, if you're like, like, would Butcher and Maeve ever hook up? I would say no. So, yeah, but I mean, like, it didn't surprise me, but like, it surprised me. Does that make sense? Sure. Surprised she didn't, like, because he wasn't on Tim B when they, they were. I'm surprised sex. she didn't rip his dick off. That's what yeah. I'm surprised about. Yeah. I was like, I, like, you might, like, break something, you know, but that didn't happen. I was like, wait. Anyway. But uh, it really just kind of shows, like, he's sort of, like, becoming more like a soup. He's becoming what he hates to take he out his guys. The butcher. Oh. I want to give a huge shout out to uh, Screen Crush and Ryan Airy uh, and their breakdown of this uh, episode. 
no, they mention this point and then they do some some nice editing where it goes to episode three of Star Wars with Obi-Wan and Anakin on Mustafar. Yeah. And he was like, uh, like, you are the chosen one. You were supposed to lead the soups, not destroy them. Or you're supposed to destroy not, the soups, not, not lead join them. them. Not join them. That's it. Thank you. And I was like, I fucking loved that. I was like, oh, that's great. And like, yeah, it's it's absolutely right. Like, Huey, and I love it. Dude, the, the writing's so good on this show. Well, and also showing like the addictive properties of this temporary V, like, they knew what they were doing, making it addictive. Right. Well, yeah. I mean, like, so, like, does it... Because, like they said, they're a pharmaceutical company, not a superhero company. Right? And, like, yeah. how... Like, when you have... When, when you're dosing out, when you're given that much power, like, that's addictive by itself. You don't need to add any extra, like, narcotics or nicotine, any kind of, like, addictive substance, because that power is the addictive part of it. Oh, you can see the mental struggle in Huey about that second dose. Yeah. I like because he said he wasn't this. gonna do it, but like he, oh, then you know he, he just didn't hesitate. Oh, he totally, oh, he totally did. Oh, he yeah. wanted to so he wanted to so bad. Yeah, he's got some. He's got some good reasons. Like like Homelander almost I like, mean, like split him in half, right? And like he, he just he's wants gonna to protect be a, his girl. If they're gonna do this, like what's gonna give you the best shot of doing yeah. it? Yeah, a shot of V. That's what's going to give you the best shot. Now, here's my well, thing. Well, it's funny. Like, they don't even, like, really need the attempt to be anyway because they're, they're hiring Soldier Boy to take out Homelander. You know? What? So, like, they came to find Homelander, but they're, they're hiring this other dude to do it. So, they could, like, just not take the attempt to begin with and just, like, convince Soldier Boy, hey, we need you to, you're the lesser of two evils. We need you to take out Homelander. <laughs> even though I think they're, what they're going to go for, like, Soldier Boy is just as bad as Homelander. So, they get rid oh, of, like, he's way worse. Oh, when he looks, when Soldier Boy's coming back in, into New York for the first time in, like, however many years, uh, and he sees, like, the, that gay couple, like, holding hands or whatever, or arm in arm, and he just, like, gives that look, and it's just like, oh, yeah, like, this guy. Yeah. Which, which, this which guy is a little is not... weird, because he was alive in the 60s, 70s, and 80s in New York City, so he probably saw, like, a lot of gay couples, so. I, guess yeah, I mean, like, he was, like it's just the homophobia. Yeah, he wasn't so, like, yeah. what, what are those two guys doing? He wasn't like, what is this? What is homosexuality? He was just like, ew, gay. And he knew the legend like, who basically was like banging Marlon Brando anyway. So were y'all happy Crazy. to see Paul Reiser from Stranger Things? Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. I, I have to say, this is like the only thing I liked how they changed the legend. So in the comics, the legend is like their, their informant, their insider. But he's like this ex-bot guy, a yes. company man who used to like he was the comic book writer he wrote all these fantastical stories for all these superheroes yeah right but he knew like all the dirt and now instead of being a comic book writer he's a movie executive yep yeah uh well yeah i mean it's like uh you know it's sort of like a, he's like an agent so he's like uh what well, in the comic books he's like i think like he and Maeve had a kid actually and it was like blarney talk who uh uh who killed in the first issue or the first arc but I guess they're probably gonna go that route. Oh. But, uh, I was like, who are they gonna, who are they gonna get to play the legend? I was like, it's gotta be someone big. And it was like, oh, the guy from Stranger Things. Interesting. So good that Paul Reiser is getting uh, work these days. Not that he wasn't, but you know, it's kind of like he and like Giancarlo Esposito, who is a uh, Stan Edgar. Yeah, like, it's like they just like they just like they've been getting like all the good shows like Stranger Things. Dude, Man, he Mandalorian blew up. He yeah. was so good on the Mandalorian. He just got every bad, or no, not not the Mandalorian, uh, Breaking Bad. Yeah, but he just got like every bad guy role 
ever. Just like super ominous. Like, and he's amazing. Well, yeah. I want more Carlos. Ex, uh, I want more Carlos Esposito. I was going to try to make a pun, and then I just failed completely. He was really scared. Yeah. Um. So, what else have this episode? Uh, I got to tell you, as a stock man, uh, yeah. when Homelander gets asked about Ibita, yeah, and just fucking panics and freezes, yeah, uh, in the boardroom, like I loved that moment, and I was like, yeah, fuck you, Homelander, like you, like this is so much harder than you think. You're so stupid. Like, you can tell right. he has no idea what they're talking about. None. He just wants power, but he doesn't know what to do with it. But wait, time out, time out. He's Homelander, so he has like a super, you know, in, you know, he can learn things very rapidly. So remember when uh, um, Moon, sh- what is name? Moon, Moonlight, Star- yeah, Moon Starlight. There, um, she goes, she's like, oh, and then and then he he says, oh, we have to handle all these things. It's almost as if, oh, he's already like learned about that. Because he is. Oh, he's he, talking he about knows, when... he knows like super, you know, yeah, apparently he's super he knows, intelligent. Like, marketing really well. He doesn't really understand like finance that well, but he knows like you know, you know, uh, his public image. He knows like publicity and like um, he knows that aspect of the job really well, but not like the finance. The yeah, uh, we've we've all seen those uh, Intuit TurboTax commercials, and it's like I'm an expert carpenter. I'm the best at what I do. But I have no idea how to run a business. You know, it's like that kind of thing. Like, like, like Homelander is yeah. great at being Homelander, but he has no idea about like profit margins or whatever. Yeah, yeah. he's a celebrity, just not how to be a business. Yeah, I would want to be like if I was Homelander. If I could fly, I would not want to be trapped in a boardroom. I would want to like, I would want to fly uh, around. I would want, yeah, I would want to give this delegate. I would want to delegate this to, to a competent person so I can go be Homelander. But uh, so Soldier Boy, he's in New York, and he has a, he flips out and he kills nineteen people, right? Yep. I love that, like while like they're in like you know the, the co partners or whatever, they're all talking about it. Like none of them talk about like finding the bad guy, right? It's all like damage control. But no yep. one's like, oh, I should go find out. I should go find like the super villain who just blew up and killed nineteen people. Homelander's like, oh, damage control, damage control, not fighting actual super villains. <laughs> so he really just shows that like, is he knows, a war. He knows how like, to, like he's he's switched from yeah, he's, the media. That's he's like gone, from, yeah, exactly. Character. He's gone from being a superhero to being like a corporate to being a CEO. Yeah. Um, I guess we gotta talk about uh, the best cameo of the season with Seth Rogen having a uh, uh, online chat with Crimson Countess. Oh yeah, Dude, hilarious, <laughs> hilarious. That was funny. I like how he was like panicking, but he couldn't stop. <laughs> We like, you know, so I'm like, what, what's going on? Uh, uh. Yeah, he's like, oh, oh. he's like, where did you go? <laughs> oh, yeah. Man, yeah. I wonder if he was like playing himself in that or just no, like a random. So he's actually, he was in season one as uh, a director of like a Black Noir film or one of the, he, oh. he's done superhero films before. He's a director in Hollywood. We got uh, so about Black Noir in this episode. Oh yeah, at the very oh the, the last second. Time. Oh no. Yeah. I guess he's very loyal to Homelander, or like he just. Well, I guess he. Or well, just he whoever's bots, controlling Bart. He works for bots. Whoever's in charge, he works for them. I guess. Just, I guess it's Homelander. So, Blackmore. I don't think he's loyal to Homelander. He's just loyal to Bot. So is he invulnerable? Is Blackmore like invulnerable to damage? Well, apparently Blackmore is not a clone of Homelander like he is in the comics. He's like just a, a black dude who like was horribly disfigured. 
Yeah, I they heard... haven't really revealed all his powers, yeah. but he's I did he hear an very skilled. theory for us that uh that's not the same black noir as the one in the flashback, which is why he never takes his face off. Or his, his mask off. Well apparently like a nut. Well what about when he what about that one mm. episode where they gave him the peanut and they lifted his mask up? Yeah. Oh yeah. I have to go back. That's a good point. One black noir because they're wearing, they're all wearing a mask, sort of like. Um, I mean, sort of like Ned ghost face and scream. Like there's like several people who are like ghost faces, not just one person behind a mask, but they're like posing as one person. So maybe people uh-huh. are doing like. Touche. No, I'm sure it's the same guy, same black noir. So you think there's only one black noir? You think there could be like multiple black noirs just because the mask? No, is I don't. I don't think there's multiple ones in this. Okay. Well, you know what, Rob, I think you're right. Wasn't Black Noir at, at that scene where um, Soldier Boy was was captured? Black Noir was there. Yes. Yep. Yeah. So like, apparently they all sold. But him he out was right. like burned, right? Yeah, his face was pretty messed up. The uh, the thought. So the canon in this is like, hey, you know, and, and, and the funny like, thing was like, here, why is my mask cap? Why is my face have to be covered? And he's like, well, demographics in the South don't really want like a black here black heroes so and then well, then his face gets blown up and he's like hand me that mask yeah yeah phenomenal writing again cannot stress this enough oh also uh i just wanted to give a little shout out to to myself uh i was tweeting one of my favorite podcasts uh and telling them that they should check out guardians of justice on netflix and i got a big old heart from the director and creator so that's pretty cool. And I oh, Legend of Justice. Oh, nice. nice. Yeah. See, so that if you're was, on Twitter, that's you can get like you can get like you know some attention from the people who are actually in the like it, it's street. really cool. Like I like yeah, I've interacted with like Ken Jong before uh, on Community. Like they're like that was like, really cool. It was also yeah, hell annoying. I got like it was like definitely my number one like ever most like responded to or interacted with like message or whatever but i almost had to get like a new email address i was getting so many like notifications you should have been like thanks ken would you want to read my script <laughs> six seasons in a movie and guess he's got that movie for you ken major you'd be great in a movie oh thanks buddy maybe for us the right one i'd I, I cast major I've written two. Well, I've done exactly. it. Yeah, the first one's good enough. You don't need to write another one. That's, that's my that's my philosophy. So, what do you so say? The first bad. one's good enough. You don't have to write another one. Exactly. That's my philosophy. Writing's hard. Um, but yeah. So, uh, I mean, it looks show? hard. Look how look at Obi Wan. It looks impossible if you were just watching. I think Obi-Wan. we all could have written a better. Sh- I think we all could have written a better Obi Wan series than what we've seen. I'm sure several people could. Well, have. it. it yeah, it would have been like a team of writers, right? But here's my thing. You and me are writers. writers. You have the internet. You have Star Wars. And there's probably, without exaggerating, I'm just making this number, but it's probably it's probably lowballing it, to be honest. I don't know. A million plus fan fictions out there? And you're telling me you can't fucking find one of those that are better than this script? Like, I know that there is at least... I don't know for sure, but I'm I'm, I'm sure there's at least ten thousand fan fiction copies of what is uh, Obi Wan doing between episodes three and four. I, I guarantee you, like yeah. there was a long time period, like definitely someone. Hey, major, that. you never know. Better. Maybe they did. Maybe. Well, they should have looked. They should. They should have looked at better ones. Inspiration for all Star Wars. Reddit. 
Yeah, Google top, you know, 10 instead of top, you know, 18,000. I think I would just had Obi-Wan go to the edge of the galaxy, meet the Hujan Vong, like, get the fuck out of here. I'm saying, potentially. That would be fun. Yeah, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna fight anymore. So they, well, like, they, so they need to introduce those characters at some point. Here's my thing: like we're on the last episode of Obi Wan, Reva's going to Tatooine. Why? We know yeah, Owen lives. We know Leia lives. We know Luke lives. We know Obi Wan. Well, she's lives. like, well, I can't hmm. kill, I can't kill Anakin. I'll just kill his son. You know, maybe that's her. Maybe that's her. Uh, right, but here's my, but my thing is as as someone outside of the universe as as someone who's consuming this content uh i know he i know he lives so write a write a different story yeah so throwing threats at him isn't that threatening when it's, you know it's, it's yeah it's not a threat yeah. because like oh like oh obi-wan is everyone gonna die from vader no because we've seen episode four it's kind of so like write all, a different like, story it's kind of like you know how brett better call saul amazing when they're able to like create tension even though like you know we know Mike, Gus, and Tyrus, and Victor are all going to live to being Breaking Bad, you know, and Saul oh, too. So it's like that's a that's a good point. It's really hard to action like, What happens because we know they're all going to live. We already know the end game. So, um, but yeah, I don't know. So back so to you the introduce, so you introduce characters that we don't know if they're going to live, and then you make us care exactly. About that them. It was like, it was why Better Call Saul is most interesting because like Kim, Howard, Nacho. Yeah, uh, new Marlo. characters. Yeah. Like, because you don't know what's going to happen to them. I mean, you're, we're probably going to die, but we don't know that. So, um, so the boys. But the boys. The Countess was going to, like, put the, the beads in her butt. And then Soldier Boy comes, and she said, like, I know, it was oh. kind of disappointing. Oh, yeah, that was disappointing. Like, it was, like, I mean, those were, those were some ever. big beats. I, I just, I just want to see on. that. Yeah, we already saw some graphic stuff. Let's go. Well, uh, so like basically, she maybe if you're tied up and you're worried this guy's gonna kill you, maybe don't tell him you hate him. Yeah, maybe. Or uh, yeah, I guess like maybe maybe that's just like, hey, look, you're gonna kill me anyway. So I just want to like let you know like at the very end like how much I hated you. Like maybe that is say pure the Russians hate. paid me twenty grand. I didn't know they they were gonna do that to you. That's probably what I would have done. I would been like it was me or them, me or you, and and so it was you. So yeah, my question is, uh, the Russians didn't pay them. So why did she do this? Because they, because obviously, because she hated them. But like, is Vot was Stan Edgar was Vot a part of this conspiracy uh, for the Russians to take Soldier Boy, or I were guess. the Russians reaching out on their own? I don't know. I'm wondering if he's gonna like go after Stan Edgar next or Blackmore, or because I think everyone else died, right? Well, I think Swato died. The twins, I think, lived. And then, like, who else was on the team in Payback? It was a uh, nah. Mindstorm or something like that. So, hmm. I don't think. Hey guys, guys, hold on. There, there's something. There's something we've been missing, and I, I've been kind of thinking about it this whole time. Um, since we've been talking about Soldier Boy, remember how when uh, that's cranking Kimiko, that? Well, well yeah, well, Kamika was hit by his chest beam. She right. Oh, right. and she almost died. Right, so, so did he, yeah, so she lost her powers, which Wait, means putting yeah, Soldier Boy against Homelander is the yeah, only that is the weapon. 
Let me ask well, you this though. Wait, like, yeah, that's what I think she's trying to back, do. Though. I think she's gonna get her powers back. So I could see I could see her using temporary V and she gets her same powers yeah. back. Or maybe so this more. is great writing right here. She hates her powers. She's so happy she gets rid of them, but now she has to get her powers back to save the man she loves. That's what we call textbook excellent writing. I do like that writing. Yeah, it's yeah. great. It's phenomenal. It's juicy. And, you know, she she hates being a super, and she hates like you know like the yeah these, uh, the I like how they the showed her. Scene. I like how they showed how happy she was. And just... Well, I think we all know Soldier Boy is going to lose to Homelander, but wouldn't it be great if Homelander like, lost his powers all next season and he's just a dude from a regular man? Well, so, oh, what, what I was going to ask is if on the, Homelander on the run. replaces Soldier Boy, <laughs> we, just, we just have a racist Homelander, right? You're like robbing Peter to pay Paul. Like, Strangely, they're, they're not as awful. racist as Stormfront, though. I'll give Homelander credit for that. He's just not as... He's not as racist as uh, Stormfront. So, she at least gets some credit for that. But, um, what else happens in this episode? Little Nina's, I think, blackmailing Frenchie to do something for kill kill a kid and her dad. Yeah, and then kid that, was, yeah. Basically. that was lame uh, for her to do. Um, Poor Frenchie. He's yeah. just trying to get out, and they keep dragging him oh, back in. Mother's Milk, yeah. um, Mother's Milk um, was talking to the, uh, the stepdad who amazingly was able to marry his ex-wife. It's definitely the, the, so Rob and I were talking about this, uh, just how relative the show is. Cause I mean, they're definitely talking about QAnon. Like the, the links to the show like are, are, are subtle, but also like very obvious. Yeah. Like, you know, what's happening. It's very cool. I, I, I appreciate that. Yeah. Right? Well, it's like, dude, they know, straight out call, call out freaking Lindsey Graham. There was no oh, subtlety. Really? Right. Yeah. Yeah. Graham, oh yeah, he's a gooch licker. I was like, what? I rewound it and played it again because I couldn't believe my ears. I was like, they called out a U.S. senator on the show, and it was Lindsey Graham. Of Is all it of Frank them. Underwood from House of Cards <laughs> on him? I think so. I Except know. the sexuality, because Lindsey Graham is, uh, I mean, it's no one's business. Well, his name's his original name Lindsey, but besides that, you know, well, that's low-hanging fruit. Um... I, no, his, his his views are fucked up. Fuck, fuck one. They great. called him gooch liquor, dude. Oh. I thought it was, I thought they said gooch uh, liquor. I thought they said cooch liquor. No, no, gooch. Well, I thought the only I re I rewound it and listened. To it. I think the I only reason Mother's Milk would marry this dude was because he had money. Apparently, he's a teacher. So he seems like a nice guy. She must have just like literally married the first dude who like gave her the time of day i told you it did it's over correction she went she went from a guy who was murdering soups to a guy who's worshiping soups classic human condition way over correction yeah um i guess we're talking about the blue hawk scene where he gives the faux apology dear lord what yeah what? just just a great scene just a terrible like terrible all human lives being. matter soup lives just... angry and angrier so, I thought the actor who played him was great. He was very assholeish. He was like, "Am I yes. canceled right now?" <laughs> that was such a great line. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I laughed out loud when I said when he said that. Wait, am I getting canceled right now? <laughs> See how they throw little things in there like that. Like, it's, and then it's he like fun. literally puts A Train's brother in a coma. 
Oh, he breaks his spine, it looks like, or something. Yeah, it's like, and then, like, yeah. there's like, yeah, he's never going to walk again. It's like, holy shit. Oh, my running coach is never going to walk. Dude, oh, yeah, like, they yeah, made that dark. Writing. They made that dark. Yeah, dude. I mean, the whole fucking show is so dark. Like, sometimes. Yeah. I, I just, because, you know, I like to go back and, and rewatch the shows and, and take notes for, like, the podcast. But, like, not this episode five. But, like, on episode four, I was like, do I. Do I want to go back and rewatch that? Like, I don't know if I want to see that guy walking in that guy's penis again and exploding. That's I was like, I might, I might skip this episode on the rewatch. Yeah. Because it's dark. It's intense. Uh, don't get me wrong. It's perfect. It's amazing. But, like, I don't know how many times you have to watch it. Yeah. So, Blue Hawk. One is done. One is done. Thank you, the boys. So, what do you think? Fun. What do you think happened to Maeve? I don't know. Dead, you, you, gotta, you can't kill her off camera. You can't. I mean, no. I, I think it's dead, too. But no, I think it's too just, soon. He's holding her hostage somewhere. So like, yeah. Homelander just like completely off the rails, insane at this point. So, um, one hundred. Yeah, only three episodes left. So I guess Soldier Boy and Homelander. I don't know if next episode. I think next episode is gonna be the Hero Gasm episode. Hey, it, it is gonna be a Hero Gasm. That's that's really fun. But do you, do you remember when TV shows used to be like twenty? episodes long yeah it was awful well i mean not awful i mean smallville i think was a good way of nice to know, go back and binge and you got plenty to watch yeah i think right smallville, i'm like, saying the like the thing is like you have to have like a lot of like standalone episodes that have nothing to do with the main plot of the season and um yeah, or, or better writing i think that was the, that was the lazy answer you could have you could do something like 24 you could find a story that's compelling over 24 episodes and that's what goes well, on. Well, 24 was like the first 12 episodes where like you're looking after this terrorist and like episode 13 is like, oh, it's really this terrorist who's the mastermind. It's really like Oh, is it? <laughs> yeah. Like, so it's just 12 hours. The first like, three seasons twice. was like, no, you're looking after this bad guy. But no, it was really this bad guy. So it's like, you know, they had to like do two seasons. I think The Flash last season did that too. It was like blood work with the bad guy. But no, it was really mirror mistress or mirror master of the bad guy so i am so glad they're putting the flash out of its misery i love the show i watch it but like god what do you mean misery i was into it in there i was into the early seasons i tried to watch it i tried to watch a new one another season so it hasn't been canceled yet so but that's the last season uh is it yeah okay yeah it's the last. i'll take your word for it i mean you should have been like is it about a flasher yeah, yes. Flash. He just like runs around with his thing hanging out, and no one can see it, so he gets away with it. Sort of like Moon Knight. He like goes around mooning people, but like it's like a frontward thing. So, um, yeah, I don't know. I haven't seen the Flash. I think I watched the first two seasons. I think I started season three, but never got past that. So the first episode, but I don't know. I heard the I heard I heard doesn't get any better at that after the first season. So. Um, yeah, he just runs fast. That's it. I, I mean, that's the joke about the Flash. He just can run fast. Yeah, which is well. Now he can hit something and create like lightning, uh, speed force lightsabers. Oh, like last season, like like he and Reverse Flash and Godspeed are having like a three-way Jedi battle. With so speed yeah, so he can move his hand really fast if he just like shakes his hand up and down like he's, you know shaking a, um, a cocktail mixer or you know. That's true. I guess if he. Um, Make him superhero it is, you can just do that. Basically. Yeah, and then he can like generate a ball of electricity. That's what he did in, like last episode. So he like literally like, threw a ball of electricity into their speedster. 
Oh yeah, he learned that super. He learned that power in like I think season one, maybe season two. But he just runs in circles and gathers up enough stuff. They just sort of like ran out of it and then throws electricity at people. Guy who's really fast. So, but besides that, yeah, I think we covered everything for the boys, right? Do we miss any slate? I think like a few starlight scenes we missed. I gosh, I hope they make it. Like I understand like the process of writing and, and telling a story and like the love interest has to break up or whatever. But like gosh, don't do it. I hope they fucking make it. I I, I hope he and Starlight make it through the season. Uh, it doesn't look doesn't look very good. Doesn't I mean, look he's, great. He's, he's joining Butcher to. The thing is, like the whole reason, like he is even taking bees, so he's on her level, and it's gonna wind up like them breaking up anyway. So. Also, can, can I just say, if I took Compound V or V24, whatever you want to call it, uh, to V, and I found out like my superpower was like teleportation, I'd be so pissed off. Like Butcher is over here with like uh, super strength, laser eyes, and, laser eyes, super and, strength and bullet he can probably he can probably fly. Like the, he's got like the Homelander suite, basically. Maybe. Uh, and then I can just teleport naked. I just but he has super strength though, because he punched a whole a punch. He, he did punch, yeah. But also, it doesn't seem to be by the vial. It's like your body knows what power it's going to be every time. Yeah, yeah. It's definitely yeah. It's not like a different supplement. It's like it unlocks like the superpower inside of you. So like that's it. You're stuck with. I wonder it. what I got inside me. What if it's some like Butcher's like, Butcher's like only like a big blob of plasma, Rob. Forever Family Guy, oh, Meg shit. got the ability to grow her fingernails. Oh yes, that's gonna be you, Rob. <laughs> Just some terrible superpower. I have the I, my superpower is like super farts. They can like blow down walls. Like that would be the fucking stupidest power ever. Oh man, mine would be All like. Right. But I think, I think that's it. I think my superpower is ending a podcast. Yeah. If I could, it. if I could have the option, man, time travel. That would be amazing. Would it go back and? Are you going back in time or are you going forward in time, Rob? Oh, man. If it makes me money, maybe back in time. I think you got you to start going back in time. Wow, Robbie. Put some money in, put some money in the market. What Whisper uh, to myself what what, uh, what when to buy, when to sell. Right. Like, all right. Th- this stock you never heard of is going to come out, but it's going to be big one day. That's so cliche, though. <laughs> I mean, do a whole back is, to the future. Is, is cliche bad? Cliche's not bad. Cliche is just like smart. Cli- like cliches are cliches. The cliche came from somewhere. Like, I'm going back in time to make money. So like, I'm going back in time to make things less shitty than they are now. Yeah. Well, uh, that takes a lot of work. Rob's talking about like whispering a couple tickers. You said to like former, the first to his younger yeah, self. Said, yeah, so you're like talking one about, of like, the first like, things you. Yeah, I mean, so, if if you had the option to only do it twice or something. Yeah, you would want to do some like, good for the world too, but Robbie's still you Robbie. Do. If Robbie goes back in time fifty years, he's still Robbie. He's not like a president or something like right. Like he's not gonna oh, right. be able to, to change the world. But what he could do is give himself a couple good tickers, right? And then come back to the present and then with his billions of dollars impact social change then. Or assassinate someone. Well, just man. But maybe, how about crypto right rainbow, now? Maybe I'm sure you're. Rainbow logo I'm sure you're looking at it. all the other companies are doing it. Sure I, uh, you're, you're absolutely right. I actually, you know, in my, I've got a bunch of monitors set up. I, I have crypto over here on my left screen right now. Actually, uh, we briefly dipped below eighteen thousand on Bitcoin, but now we're at the moment we're right above it. Uh, I, I imagine by the time this comes out that we will be below it again. 
Womp womp. You know, See, if it goes, everything's taking a hit. Yeah, recession's coming in, boys. Brace yourself, 2023. It's going to be a choppy-ass second half of the, this well, year. Well, stocks will be on sale then. Yeah, and if you're interested in learning more about that, I actually have my own uh, stock podcast, uh, if you guys don't mind plugging it. Um, it's uh, called The Roots Report uh, from Roots Research. So you can check that out on Spotify, anywhere else you uh, listen to your favorite podcast. We also have a YouTube channel. Um, so, you know, if you're interested in stocks and comic books, then we should probably become best friends. Wait, Roots podcast? Research. Dig, well, digging comedy. deep this is to the center of the market. Roots Research is a comic podcast? No, this is like a comics podcast. I mean, this is oh, like, okay. like I sell it's Yeah. We should really just have like a separate podcast, just like review the comics coming out this week and, you know, what we thought of them. Because it's cool. really just like about TV shows and, you know, I guess movies and I guess very rarely video games, but, you know, maybe something else like uh, comic, it, you know. It's only a matter of time before like society becomes to a point where like we're either consuming content or creating content to sell for consumption. Well, we're basically we're creating content about consuming content, right? Podcast is so. So wow. the listener right now is consuming content about us consuming content. Which basically it's very Twitch meta. It's very meta. <laughs> Someone called that what Twitch is. It's like basically watching people consume content. But you're consuming content of someone else consuming content. You know what's crazy? That content that they're consuming. You so. know what's crazy? So, so infamously, Tip was a little bit of a computer hog back in the day. We all hang out, we go to Tip's house, and then Tip would hoard the computer and play Diablo One, and we would just watch. Yeah. Uh, but that's what that's what Twitch is. <laughs> like, like, Twitch like is. Tip, Tip is the original Twitch streamer. Hell yeah! <laughs> Maybe I should do Twitch. that. Yeah. So Tip, they stole your idea. You gotta sue. You just go over to. Tips house and watch him play games we don't have. Well, because I had a cool that. computer. I'm just glad we didn't have to pay tip. Right? I'm glad I didn't I have like can of super chats like, or whatever. Like five bucks for a monthly subscription to watch me play. Oh Pokemon. yeah, um what you owe me uh, plus interest is approximately eighteen million nine hundred and twenty four. Cool. Well, when crypto bounces back, maybe we'll be able to pay you back, Tip. Okay, thank you. Thank you. Guys, yeah, I'll, I'll give you the final number later. I'll tell you right now, like, there is no excuse. Like, when crypto bounces back, I'm not saying all crypto is going to bounce back, right? Let's talk about your Bitcoin. Let's talk about your heavy hitters, your Bitcoin, your Ethereum, maybe Litecoin, but really there's two things. Like, there's no way, like, like if Bitcoin drops down to $1,000, I don't think it will, but let's say it does. Like, everyone should buy a Bitcoin. Everyone should have a Bitcoin in their account. Like, there's yeah. no reason. I heard was, a great argument. Like, there, there's no reason crypto shouldn't be one percent of your investment portfolio. One percent. Everyone can afford to lose one percent, or everyone should be able to afford to lose one percent of their investment portfolio. And crypto is like the only thing that has like the possibility, really, of going like times five or times ten, right? Or times say. a thousand. So you know, if crypto, yeah, if crypto gets back down to four thousand, I'm going to pick up some. some some tokens, some fractionals, or or an actual token. Uh, you know, if it comes back, that'd be great. If I can turn four thousand to sixty thousand, then fuck this podcast. Dude, what if what if Bitcoin just yeah. just completely goes away? Like, what if then it just Bitcoin, goes back to like one or two dollars? Then well, I buy more average down, and I pass it on to my kids. You always have the memories, though. There. The memories are what the memories are what matters most. So, it, and it's the friends you made along the way. Exhausted. Right. All points of conversation. I might have to pause my miners because they're they're barely making up for the power. 
Oh, wow. Oh, I didn't think about that. I'm going to check my settings too. Uh, well, I guess, but thank yeah, you, I guess, everyone, for listening. Yes. I mean, this is like a tease on the amazing information you get on Roots on the Roots Report. That's right. So, yeah. It, a little, yeah, little, yeah, little Susan. Yeah. <laughs> Just so, a piece but, of uh, the Roots Report. I think we basically covered everything. We would love to hear what y'all have to think about, uh, you know, the boys, Obi-Wan, Miss Marvel this week. Mayor, do you want to plug our social media? Yeah, absolutely. Please tell us what you think. Miss Marvel, I mean, is this like the best thing that Disney's put out in a long, long time? Like maybe Infinity War, maybe Endgame, maybe Shang-Chi. I, I did love me some Shang-Chi. Wow, Major, that's know. high praise. I, I am, for mm. a TV show that's not directed towards me, I am thoroughly digging this show. Uh, as a loyal Star Wars fan, I am hating Obi Wan, as all good Star Wars fans should. Uh, I hate the strong <laughs> word. Um, but let's know what you think. Tweet us at Z Zealot Podcast on Twitter, uh, or come join the conversation. You can find the link to the Discord. It'll be in the description below here, uh, and check out the old back catalog. Sure, you've probably seen those shows, but you haven't heard our terrible opinions on those shows. Uh, so check them out. They're pretty funny. I agree. <laughs> well, I'm I'm forced. I'm Major. I'm Robbie. I'm Tip. And we will see you next time. Thanks for listening. Bye, guys. Hello, go, go, go.